Hello and welcome to Autism Life and Learning. I'm the Autistic Gecko. Sorry if I sound a bit bunged up. I've got a bit of a cold. Um, but I'm going to this time do a different type of review, I guess, or discussion. Woo, something new. <laughs> um, about this time is about the EastEnders storyline. But it's finally come to an end after five months of waiting. Yeah. <gasps> uh, uh, this was something I've covered in my blog a while back. Literally, it was about five months. Um, yeah, you're going to hear me just, I'm in R a bit, because I'm trying to look for the page I wrote on, and I can't find it. I had it, and then... Ah, there it is. Um, so, this time round, I am going to say what happened in this episode, uh, say my thoughts, and then carry on the discussion a bit more. So I'm not going to look at my blog post of it. Because so, I read that yesterday on the sheer impulse. And I want to see if they line up. And I bet you they won't. Um, but let's get on with it. So the f uh, first thing we have is with uh, Mick um, Carter. That is Ollie's dad. Ollie is the child being assessed in this. Uh, Mick has some questions to ask the psychologist, and he has a whole A4 pa page paper. And we hear Mick say one of those. Uh, we hear the psychologist answer, and then that was it. That was the scene. If you're wondering what Mick asked, it was. Uh, oh. Um, something on the oh yeah, uh, if uh, people on the autism spectrum, if they got really excited about their own um, interesting things, like for me it might be Star Wars, I know pretty much everything about Star Wars, that is it, yeah, or science as well, because science and Star Wars fit in together, but that's pretty much me, yeah, I'm good at science, good at math, good at Star Wars, that's it. You might realise talking I'm useless at. Uh, but you've got some people who are really good at art. And that's pretty much all they're good at. And that's pretty much what uh, Mick's question was. Uh, and then we hear the psychologist say, Yes, that is usually a, um, something that happens on people with the spectrum. And that's it. Um, and then we see... Uh, Linda come well we see both from we don't see them come out but they're out of the assessment room we see Linda that is Ollie's mum gotta try and remember who's who I don't like names <laughs> uh, Linda asks uh, another parent there about um, how how they're dealing with their child being assessed they mention pretty much a drop that their uh, daughter has already been assessed and is autistic and then they say yeah it, it's common in siblings so we'll just have to adapt again for that uh, they just say that well the other parent also mentions that they're uh, wired different well you know that one I'm definitely wired different and speaking about autism and yet to think about how this is going to translate into neurotypical speak. 
definitely wire different. Um, then it cuts away again, then it comes back again uh, to uh, Nick. I think he's got his head on a vending t machine or coffee machine. I don't know what it is. Um, it, it doesn't look like things are going well for him, though. Uh, it, he looks like he's having like the edge of a panic attack and that he, and that he's sort of joking it off as a psychologist to ask him if he's okay as she comes out of the rooms. It, then uh, the psychologist also mentions that the assessment is, is going to be around an hour. Yeah, okay, I'll come back to that later. Then it cuts away again, comes back again, and then it goes to uh, both Linda and Mitt talking. Uh, pretty much, you can see they're openly anxious and worried. I'm guessing. I'm only guessing because I don't know emotions. I'm really bad at them. Uh, but I'm guessing off the emotions my parents felt. <laughs> uh, <laughs> And from that though, you can just see the bickering about uh, like the small things, well, something small, like what type of filling was in the sandwich, what they wrongfully, that Mick wrongfully ordered. Hey, we go, I'm using my brain. <laughs> the psychologist uh, then calls up the Carters uh, about to, to the results. It cuts away at that point, then it comes back. I haven't worked this out yet. Then we see him inside the room. Uh, they say that the letter will be out, be sent out later on, and then but they're going to give it an overall summary. Uh, so the outcome was: uh, Ollie has a high attention span, high accuracy with things and organizing things, and is very self-aware and very vocal. So, that naturally concludes, Ollie has autism, what I think most people could have worked out, but he has mild autism. Ha, didn't see that one coming. <laughs> yes, all the things that are pointing towards high-functioning autism or Asperger's, he has mild. How the hell does he have mild? Um... So, okay, I'm going to start my little rant bit first, and then I'll carry on the discussion. So, they do mention it's in girls, but, like, that one time. If you catch it, you're good. If you miss it, you're screwed. It's that simple. Um, uh, the assessment is around an hour. Uh, my assessment was three days, and it was about... Three hours on two of them, and about about an hour and a half to two hours because the, the third day was when I actually got told if I had autism. Yeah, unless this has happened for days, in which case they have cut out at least a day or two hours of an assessment. It it doesn't look right. Then they do a, one of the cardinal sins if you're really anxious of how they're going to assess someone for autism because I'm guessing not many people know uh, they don't show the assessment 
So in my one, I got given some random objects to play with to see how good my imagination was. Uh, these were things like a car, a toothbrush, um, I think a little truck, um, yes, I think a, a paper clip was one I remember, and, and a staple thing, stapler, there we go. Yeah, uh, it's things like that where they got really random objects, yeah, and you've got to try and create a story, create something. Most people can, to a point. I couldn't. Oh, I remember another one, toothpaste. Uh, and I, I couldn't find the story around. Then they give you a book with no words, just pictures, and you've got to guess what's happening. That's meant to also look at your um, imagination. In my case, it was the horrible, horrible frog book. I mean, all I can say about it, so I don't screw up anyone else's assessment, is the frogs fly, and I wasn't kicking them. I hope that book burns. Um... Anyway, the then they um, go on the idea of referring to Ollie as he or they. I don't understand this idea. I call him by his name, especially when that's what uh, psychologists did with me. They called me by my name and said, "This person is doing a good job." You can insert what you think my name is in that this person bit <laughs> uh, or they are doing yeah if they use they it was because they were looking at me at the time yeah they understood how the autism affected body language and then you've got other bits of the assessment of throw back in again that you, you would look at uh, like a just point out body language. So in my words, I had to tell emotion just from the eyes. Um, so in my case, uh, I was will be looking at I think it was something like forty photos, and you got three different emotions by each photo. Most of the time, uh, I closed my eyes and went that one. Yeah, because I couldn't freaking tell. Yeah, I. That's how bad I am at emotions. I am apparently average for someone who's autistic, and that's still below the average of a normal person. Yeah. Uh, my psychology bit, what I'm doing now, is all about child emotions or just emotions in general at this point. I blanked out slightly and couldn't think of any of them. One of them was smiling. I didn't realize that was happy. Uh, anyway, then they. Uh, go on to things like just communication that they would put me in this table and they would give me some magazines and the psychologist the other side and they would just try to explain me small talk I mean that was it that was one of the hardest bits of the assessment was to me small talk I may have Asperger's but my language normally supersedes those who I normally talk to. So there's no point talking in scientific Latin or big scientific things 
when no one can understand you. Yeah. Um, if you uh, then on some of those bits, uh, they were the magazines were purely there to try and break the ice slightly, or if you look through and like, oh, that's no good. That would be a way of breaking the ice to establish a small talk point. I understand the assessment now because I've talked to psychologists who have done the assessment and they've explained why they do it a certain way to me. And I can totally understand it now. Ish. Apart from that frog book. That frog book is horrible. It should be burnt. Uh, but anyway, coming back onto this before I have nightmares about that book. Um, I have already uh, spoken uh, about this-ish uh, topic, as it were, about five months ago. All because NASA said they were involved in it. Oh, my headphones are caught over me. There we go. Um, then from that, yeah, NASA meant to guide the extenders, writers and crew of how to portray all this correctly or how to um how to make ollie look autistic to me that's wrong no one can look autistic especially on tv if you want to make him look autistic make him be high functioning or low functioning mild doesn't work mild just means you have autism may not have some of the quirks like ticking physically or verbally or you may not be so good with imagination or you may not be yeah it's kind of like vanilla it's nothing special but it's there yeah <laughs> that's the only way i could explain mild autism in a neurotypical sense and i really know i'm gonna have so much attack on this because that's the only way I can explain it in a neurotypical way. Yeah, you've got low functioning that has so many great type people in it where they can understand that they can be a chef. Yeah, it just means they can't process as much. But as soon as they adapt to their environment, yeah, they are so good in it. You have some people who are really good at art because it's quiet and content for them then they can create these fantastic drawings. On the um, high-functioning side, you have some of the scientists who have uh, made breakthroughs in vaccines and medication. Even on the Asperger side, yeah, you have got some of the greatest minds of, the, of this world we're living in now. Yeah? Because they can see things or think in a way that most people can't and that is really good most people who was mild just have to cope with life and it's a struggle there's nothing out there to help them per se because they're not they're not processing too much like um people on the lower side or people on the higher side they just have to deal with it parents have to deal with it there's not much they can do yeah i am going to scream because apparently the psychologist is going to give them some steps and how to help with this 
If one of them is a diet, I am going to scream. Because no way can they just say, oh yeah, a diet will help them allow that area to expand or be, uh, or allow them to process better or get them into a rhythm. If they don't want to be in that rhythm, they won't go in it. It's just that simple. Yeah. Even now should understand this. They got founded 1960s, 1970s. They've had long enough to ex understand how autism works in the basis of just how people's systems work or how they view the world. Yeah. Then uh, we in uh, we can prepare if we can read my book properly. Uh, then, so everything we have seen about Ollie, why is it mild? <laughs> Are you even, I'm struggling to think this one through. If anyone has any thoughts, I'm going to link my blog post in, put them there. Yeah. Because, <laughs> a high attention span, high accuracy with things, and very self-aware. Yeah, I'm super self-aware purely because my senses are pretty much dialed up to 10 or 11 and the uh, and the switch has been broken yeah so I'm always self-aware of what I am touching what I am in everything I am doing yeah so where does this come in because the idea of being self-aware basically means he understands how sentient he can be or how he is so in this case is he just better than the average person and they won't show us the score sheets will they oh if you oh yeah people don't realize you get marked to a certain point of of how like autistic you, or how much of an autistic trait that is so the more autistic the trait is the higher the points uh, in my case i scored quite high in some bits I also hid some bits because of I even I knew they were rare in the autistic community. So, and even then it was high-ish or higher than it would be for a neurotypical. So they had enough information to go off. Uh, it doesn't quite work. Then the idea of having a really high attention span. Yes, most people with autism have a higher attention span. The average attention span of a standard human, of a neurotypical, so to say, not standard human, um, is between 5 minutes to 15. I used to be able to sit at a puzzle for over an hour. That's a bit of a difference when I say high attention span. So where does it mean high attention span? Is it just higher than, than that edge of 15 to 20 minutes? Or is it in the hour bracket? Because they didn't give us much information to go off. I mean, the assessment wasn't shown. So that gets stripped out. And then we're just left with a watered down version of how parents feel. And it doesn't feel right. Yeah, remember, people watch soaps to not feel scared or to learn about subjects at times. This is how people have evolved to learn things 
This is what I'm finding out in psychology. Haven't they had a chance to point out the different areas, even if, this, even if the psychologists had mentioned that only there's like varying versions of um, autism and mentioned low functioning autism, mild, uh, high functioning, or even Asperger's. Asperger's would have been a blessing because not everyone sees it as a autistic or, or, or sees it as autism, so I say. God, I can't even use my words properly. Um, so it doesn't seem to work. Um, oh yeah, I forgot about that one. Read the book from the top. It would always help. Yeah, this plot overall was built up to be five months ago. One of the main running plots, one of the main running themes for the whole time. We haven't seen or heard much apart from Ollie's attack someone. Ollie's so fixated on his toys that eating his food, or Ollie may be autistic, and then we hear maybe he's not. Yeah, or it will be fine. Yeah, that is it for five months. <laughs> I mean. For five months, you could have just had other things. I mean, we could have seen at least Ollie one time in school have a meltdown. Yeah? Or, or at least have a over-century issue. Yeah? We don't get to see Ollie for, for almost five months. In the five months, he's meant to be autistic. How does that work? I know they're trying to focus more on the parents because people can relate to them more. But also, it's about the it's about Ollie, not the parents more, <laughs> because Ollie's the one who has to live with the assessment of autism or branding of autism. Remember, in some places around the world. Autism, you can still, it still classes backwards. Yeah, so if he goes abroad and has to declare he his autism for whatever medical issue, then the doctors may treat him differently or send him to a different hospital because they may not be able to deal with him. This is how much things, this is how much autism changes perspectives. Yeah. If uh, I have Asperger's, so I could go into France and have a uh, half a chance of getting somewhere without having a meltdown or or some form of issue. If someone on the lower side had one meltdown and wasn't with a carer or someone who could support him and could point out why he's having that meltdown, he may go to prison, not in not in the UK or not from his homeland, in France, because they don't class autism as a disability, and they don't class it as an issue. Yeah, that's the issue of saying autism is fine; it's normal. It's just to us, it isn't. Uh, like I said, my my sensory issues are 
really high. I can sense pretty much anything around me. Yeah, I don't need the lights on. I can just do it by, by feel, even by sight at points. We've got enough moonlight. Uh, it, that's it. Um, people have also with autism have also got sensory issues such as being sensitive to light. But I don't know why I'm in front of a light bulb uh, when I'm doing all this. But also hypersensitive hearing. Yeah, you also got non-verbal autism, what means they may not be able to speak or have the capacity to speak. So that brings on other sensory issues such as how much they can taste, how much they can swallow, because the vocal cords may be missing and something else might also be missing. I have to blank out myself. <laughs> and this is the running roll. Yeah, it. Um, anyway, I'm going to start the discussion point here. So, if it was up to you, uh, and you were running NAS or running the soap, which way would have you put this? Um, would you have made Ollie not autistic, just go through the assessment? Would you have made him mild, like the senders did? Would you put him on the lower function side? Or higher function side, or would you be really daring and point out that Ollie would have to come back at the age of 15, 12 to 15, to be to be fully examined again for Asperger's? Because in the real world, that's what would have happened, because they can't diagnose Asperger's from a young age. But would you go through? the same hassle, would you make the actors go through the same hassle again, or appear to go through the same hassle again, in six or so years, when everyone else has forgotten the storyline again, or would you have made Ollie slightly different, so would you have pictured him more, or what would have happened in your ideas, I'm going to say, leave some answers to that I'm gonna link my blog below so you can read that impulsive bit of writing I did um, and leave a comment on that bit uh, from there I will, I will be back again I think atypical with you uh, from there I will see you later <laughs>